This episode of the TZR Podcast is brought to you by audibletrial.com slash TZR. Listen to over 100,000 books from different genres right at your fingertips from your smartphone. Anywhere you have Audible, it's great. In case you like books but you don't want to read, audibletrial.com slash TZR has you covered. Welcome, everyone, to the TZR Podcast, episode 72. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by everyone's favorite badass, Liz Laisui. Hello, hello, hello. I'm joined by the always dapper Alex Shock. Hello. And making his triumphant return from Asia or wow. Europe. <laughs> Where the kangaroos are. Where the Austria. Ca- Austria. Uh, wow, yeah. They actually had t-shirts that the, said, there are no kangaroos in Austria. And on the back is like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the devilishly handsome Justin Chow. Liz Lysui. <laughs> <laughs> is that your intro? Say your name? How's it going, guys? What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Glad back. to be back. We got, we got Glad to be teamed back. back together. It is a normal ass podcast this week. I'm excited about it. Ugh. Yeah, Justin, thank you for that wonderful sponsor. Before we begin, thanks. I mean, it took only one try, so I think that went wasn't that big of a deal. I think that went incredibly six, well. Seven, thank you. Yeah, no, I've, I've been working on it. And by working on it, I mean all the tries that I did today was me trying to work on that, and it went. It. Mm. Terrible. Absolutely crushed it. It was all good, man. We are Justin, you're amazing. You're a wonderful person. You you do wonderful work. Guys, I appreciate that. It's always nice to be like welcomed back after going abroad and you guys missed me. So what'd you bring us? I don't think we said any of that. I actually okay, so hang on a second. I did bring you back actual chocolates (laughs) from Austria. They were I'm telling you this, but there's a big like Aw, moment. <laughs> um, so they were like Mozart balls. They're called Mozart chocolate balls. I'm not sure if the chocolate bar balls Just part. the balls? Yeah. <laughs> Mozart. We Salzburg and Austria. Right. Mozart right. balls. And uh, they are absolutely delicious. But the problem is my sister ended up taking them back to college with her, all of them. And I was going to have you guys. I, I told her not to eat them. Well, You'll have them eventually. thank you for telling us how delicious they were before. Yeah. <laughs> you asked well, if I brought you back anything. Uh, Why did she take them out of college? Because she them. was rushing out of the house. Uh, to get back to college for Monday, um, and unfortunately, she took all of them. So except for she, she didn't take my, she didn't take the birthday gift that I bought her. She took all the chocolates. <laughs> wow. So uh, wow. that hurt. That is unfortunate. So we get nothing. Yeah, I mean, we my get, friend we went to Austria, you know and all I got was absolutely nothing. <laughs> I have stories. I have great stories. Um, we get his wonderful presence on this seventy-second podcast. Thank you. I'd rather rather had chocolate. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Listeners, yeah, me, me too. <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the official Zero Review podcast. It publishes every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or any podcasting services across the web. You can reach us at podcast at com if you have any questions. And if you want to check us out everywhere else, we're on Twitter Everything. and Facebook and all this other great stuff. You should also subscribe to our amazing YouTube channel at youtube.com slash zero review where we have new content posting every single day. Also, wow, what do we what do you got? Oh wait. and we're gonna talk about this other stuff too. And the news, but are. before we get to the news, I wanna know what everybody's playing. Alex Tell me about what games you are getting into this week. I think you know what game I've been of devoting We're literally the same game right now. <laughs> 100% of my time. And it is Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> oh, I, should, I totally forgot about that. I haven't beaten that yet. This is such a better game. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. No, I, I totally agree with you. Um, <laughs> it's like not even a question. And that game 
is Zelda. Yeah. Zelda. Zelda. Breath of the Wild. And I'm just... Wow. Thank you, Justin. Fire tonight. Um, <laughs> so I've just been wandering around. Like, I always, I'll, I'll have a direction to go in, and I'll start going in that direction, and then you'll just see something out of the corner of your eye, and then you're off on this four-hour adventure around trying, just like, finding shit and talking to people and, like, seeing weird stuff and doing dungeons. It's... It's just a really crazy game. Like I, I feel so free. Like it's, yeah, it and is absolutely incredible, man. It is, like it is awesome. I love how much like faith Nintendo put into its players to say no. We believe in you. You can just figure yeah. this out. Because there's no, you know what it is. And like I, I was really trying to boil it down to like what makes it so awesome. Like there are very little like little information in the way of like waypoints or tutorials or anything like there is no golden line that you follow to go anywhere right. it's just like figure it out like did they- you did you put did you put it on pro oh, mode sorry of course i did you did of course yeah there's no it's great i don't use you pro should mode. do it so, but the thing is, is even if you're not, not pro. on pro mode, the only four waypoints are the four things that they give you or whatever, and, like, that's it. Like, as far as everything They don't even else, give you waypoints. They just give you... In pro mode, you just get your hearts, and that's it. Well, yeah. there's, well there's no mini-map or whatever, but I'm saying even when you go on your map, like, even when you go into your Sheikah slate, like, there's no path showing you where to go. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, just, I mean, like, figure out how you get to that quadrant of the map or whatever, and it's awesome. You like, know what I, I keep thinking? That's that. not a pro mode thing, though. No, it's no, it's not. That's, like, a normal thing. <laughs> that's a normal mode thing and a pro mode thing. But one thing that I do think about every single time I'm playing it is whenever I, like, come across something that's, like, little details, little, like, things here and there, like, you look off to the distance, there's, like, a little, like, bushel of trees. I'm not sure if that's bunch of trees that bushel that's, yeah, I'm gonna the, say, that's the scientific i'm gonna say term, that yeah. scientific right the bushel of trees and you're like there's probably something over there you go over there there's something there you're immediate like my immediate thought is there was a team that was yeah. like every inch of this map i want like miyamoto or the director uh, Iyaman, what was his name ayanuma ayanuma i knew it started with an i ayanuma was like i want every inch of this map crawling with shit and you gotta and make it good there was i saw this post on reddit that was comparing uh, I think it was Skyrim, The Witcher, and Zelda. Hmm. Like, just kind of the other, you know, big open world. Totally. I mean, it's games. a logical yeah. comparison. And by far, Zelda has the fewest amount of side quests. Mm-hmm. But What? Oh, yeah. Like, but the, but the, but the problem is, is the side quests. But, yeah, so everything's like, a the, side quest. Like, I love The Witcher. You know, I I beat it to death. Yeah. Pots has played more than me, which, but whatever. But you um, 100% of the game. I played a lot of the game. Okay. <laughs> playing The Witcher is crazy. Pots 100% yes. of the game. But that game, it's like, just like any other RPG that you're used to, it's like you wander in a, into a town, and there are dozens and dozens of side quests just, like, popping up on your map. They're all over the place. Yeah, totally. It's um, a little overwhelming. So while, right, so Zelda doesn't have as many, but I'm totally okay with it because they're tucked into these great places. Yeah. And they make you, not all of them are, like, you know, riveting quests, but they, all of the characters that you, all the NPCs that you get the quest from are very interesting. And they make you go places, and... Those are the times where I get distracted, and I'll just I'll find something yeah. new. Well, the, the, I feel like the whole game sort of like thrives on this idea of like discovery, right? Because like the the yeah. quests are in no way teed up to you. You have to find them. You right. have to take it upon yourself to go talk to an NPC to to get that quest, right? Or like to find your little kakarok seeds or whatever. Like this is something that you have to do on your own. Like right. it's it's just a really sort of like freeing feeling to be put into a world and just be like, I, I really can do whatever. I can pick any direction so, to go it, in, and I will find something of significance. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the perfect evidence that you need to say 
you don't actually need a ton of side quests for the game to be super interesting. Like, yeah. if you have yeah, a, a quantity. solid, right? If you have a solid, like, base of side quests with some quality content to it, like all the characters that you get it are like weirdly exaggerated personalities, but they're all unique in their own way, and they also have their own families, and I stalk them. But still, all <laughs> of them are very unique and interesting to the point where if you get these side quests and you're interested in doing them you actually feel like they're all very different. You know, it's not like yeah. go fetch the shit and then come back, which some of them are, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But even when you fetch it, like there's a, there's like a second part of that quest that does something else that's different than the other ones. I th- it's I interesting. Think, I think what complements it uh, just as much, if not even more, is because of the, the sort of like flexibility and ambiguity with what you're actually doing is made so much better because the the actual way you interact with the game is that same... It has the same level of, like, freedom to it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no climbing ledges or whatever. You climb fucking everything. You know what I mean? Like, your way of traversing the world is totally up to you. Like, you can figure out how you want to do anything. You know what I mean? The Witcher's big, but there are things you just can't do. You know? Yeah. Like, you're like a vertical character, and you you come across something that you just can't... You just can't get over. It just doesn't work. Zelda, it's like any any cliff it's all you fair find, game. you can climb, which is very any, freeing. Yeah, any ocean you can cross, like literally anything you want to do is so at your fingertips, and it's such. It, th- that's why I'm like respecting Nintendo for like putting that faith into their audience and basically saying like, yeah, yeah we're gonna let you do literally anything you want and just like go for it. You know, there was this one part. I don't know how far, if anyone's not this far in the game. This is like towards the beginning, um, so I'm just gonna spoil it. Cover your ears. Um, but there was a part, you know, you get to Hateno Village, which is like the third quest, which yeah. took me forever to even get there. Yeah. Sure. And it won't really, anyway, you go back <clears throat> and you, uh, and then you have to go back to Kakariko Village and sure. talk to the old lady sure. there. And I had been wandering around without doing the main quest for so long. I was like, okay, it's time to like finally do a quest. Yeah. And her whole thing is like, get your memories back. Yeah. So I kind of figured out where one of these memories was supposed to be. Which, by the way, can we talk about that process? Because the process of figuring that out is so cool. Yeah. Because like that's the first yep. that is the first mission that you get that has no explanation. It's right. literally just like here are some things you can do. Yep. Just figure it out. Look at these we're not, pictures. We're not even Look at the landmarks. The slightest hint of where you need to go on the map. Just figure it out. But and, it, and it's it's clue gathering, right? I know right. It's, yeah. it's exactly what you're saying. You like look at these pictures and you're like. Okay, how can I sort of like math out where yeah. these are in the world? It's like a like, gate, but there's a snowy mountain in the distance. There is where do a I guy know that, a snowy mountain? There is a guy that just tells you. There is. There was oh, a I quest. did not find that guy. Yeah. He's in every single town at every single stable. The dude Wait. with the weird hat? No, no, the no. The painter. Mm-mm. He oh, wasn't no, in every no, stable. No. He's only been... I see him let's, in every stable. Let's, let's pause about the details. Right. Yeah. Liz, is, uh, Liz have you played the game? Let me finish my story. Sorry, you do you keep going with your story, Alex. But I've lost my train, but... So... You're getting I'm your memories you... back. So I've got my memories back. I'm, I'm decided I want to do my memory thing. And I talked to the painter guy because he's maybe he's just following me around. But he tells me, like, you got to go here because there's a really cool thing at the top of this mountain. And I'm like, I'm going to do that. That sounds awesome. And I three minutes into my journey, it's like midnight, right? And I'm just, like, running and I'm running. And I, like, do, like, a double take and I look to my left. And it's, like, dark out, right? There's just this beam of light. And I had never seen anything. It was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. <laughs> Such wow. majestic. Are we, are we thinking uh, <laughs> yeah. by a bridge? No, it wasn't. It wasn't location specific. It's random. Um, it happened to me too. So, are we? Talking what about- is it? So, <laughs> it was far away, and I had the impression 
that this thing was going to disappear by morning. And like I, I want, think we're talking about the same thing. I wanted, it happens randomly. I wanted to go to No. They're whispering to each other, no. <laughs> uh, I wanted to go to the mountain and do that thing, but I saw this and it was far away. So I, I booked it over there. Like it was there was a huge ravine. Like this is on a part of the map I had not uncovered yet. So I was just running. It was raining and there's lightning storms yeah, and shit. Yeah. I'm climb I'm climbing up things and slipping and like going around. And I'm like I finally make it there. I figure out what it is. I won't. We'll talk about it later. What yeah, it actually yeah. is. Um, and then, and then, but as I was trying to get up there, I uncovered a whole new section, a yeah. whole new storyline, and then I ended up doing a that. Whole and it was like, ah, it's, this is just this is <laughs> a how brand my new place. This is, how, new? <laughs> this is how my Zelda happens. It's just I'm going here, and then it turns into all this other stuff, and I've been yeah. doing all of that. I'll tell you what, I'm uh, like that. I totally know like the headspace that you're in for yeah. that experience, and it's awesome that that it tees up opportunities like that, and, like. Like, there is a similar situation that I experienced where, like, I, I'm, i like, looking at Alex and Justin, because I don't know if you both experienced the same thing, but, like... I'm still... I'm pretty early in the game still. Well, I don't know if this has anything to do with, like, the period at which you're playing, but, like, as I was exploring, there were certain things happening around me, and the sky opened, and something... Back the fuck up. Yeah, get don't there. Don't know okay, anything never about mind. that. Liz, some crazy You're... shit went down, and it was amazing. And I didn't, I had no idea how to interact with what I'm was sorry, happening. Liz. But it Stop was him while awesome. ranting. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> Liz, so your brother and your sister both have the Switch, right? So Do they cool. both have Zelda? James has Zelda. Just... Have you? You've played it a little bit. I played it a little bit. But had, did you like? Are you ready to dive in? Are you ready to like take that leap? Uh, he won't stop playing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, no sharing. So, yeah. do you watch? No, you don't want to watch that game. That's a game. He that plays you don't it watch. like in bed because I use the TV for Horizon. So, uh, but you're still playing Horizon. Yeah. So let's uh, should we because uh, yeah, let's like a migration here. I feel like there's there's no escaping spoiler territory in Zelda. So every because everything, oh, it's, it's, it's worth, <laughs> you could ride a bear. Well, that's the thing. It's all about discovery, and it's it's worth yeah. everybody who has a, the slightest interest in playing should discover this stuff on their it's own. Just like what's that? And yeah. then you go over there, and it's it cool. really is. It's just what it like is. a masterpiece in like uh, like it's a masterful it's masterfully crafted just for like adventure like and wonder and like exploration Adventures out there Ex- i was gonna name my review that actually <laughs> but uh essentially like it does it in such a perfect way where it never it never like we were talking about this earlier it never like gets you thinking like oh that's a bad part of this game or like yeah, oh that's yeah. annoying or like it just it, everything it has an answer for everything it's it's unreal to think that like we may quite possibly be dealing with a game of the year contender, and it's fucking March. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can have a it hard time picturing. Might be the best game I've ever played. I don't know. There's a part of that. Yeah, there's not going to be another better game than this. So why me. don't we talk about maybe its main contender at this stage of the year? Ooh, Again, this is a very early what a transition. He's getting better. Liz, tell us about your late game experience with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Are you left at me. <laughs> you gave it a love it. I did give it a love it. I reviewed it. I posted my review. Beautiful it. looking. Great page. review. It is, it. Really that, nice. Those images were from me, by the way. Yeah. I, was, I thought, I that, I thought you were about... complimenting yourself. You were like, great I... looking review. No, I, I said great review. With that. I was complimenting the sentence structure and uh, amazing As, and, <laughs> and the clauses. Yeah, no. I'm... I was forced to read it because I edited it, and it was very nice. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Glowing review. That's not to build me wait, up so just tell... because I haven't played Zelda yet. I'm just yeah. sitting here. Is that a new dress? <laughs> I know. I feel like now you're all just staring at me. It's like very Tell us things. No, seriously, how was, uh, how was Horizon? Because that's like the one big 
part or like one big game of the last like little while that I've completely had right. no experience with. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's, it's one of the. Is best it games. everything that we just talked about with Zelda, but instead your alloy, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. It is. All right. <laughs> so, like, well, where, where, where are you, like, lengthwise into the game now? Like, are you nearing the end? Or are you just, like, no. bullshitting around with I side have been playing for a long time, and I am not near the end. And I played, I played for, like, 25 hours, maybe, and then I was about halfway through the game. And I know that because it tells you you're 50% done with the game. And it also, like, has all the collectibles in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's 50% of the entire game, including everything. Yeah. Um, and then I spent the next 10 hours-ish doing just collectibles maybe Ooh. more i think i might be another 15 hours doing just collectibles and i went from like 50 i think it was at like 49 I went from like 49 to like 58 like with the, just oh, doing wow. like Completion? just doing like 10 hours of collectibles oh wow that's all i went up um so i think i have I mean, to get back into the story a little I've, bit. I've beaten games at like 50 to 60 percent that annoys before. me so yes, much but... actually what like the percentage is always like inclusive of all the like, little titty I, well i'm like oh, 50 per- like it says 50 i'm and i've been playing for like 40 hours i'm like man it's a long game and it ends and like ends. an hour later yeah. like, what the like grand theft auto 4 yeah, it, yeah like you play that and I it's think, like you I think fin- well i think that. you finish it like yeah, yeah. tomb raider's bad about yeah. that yeah. you finish it like 50 something percent you're like what the fuck i like, think yeah, right? like the i since i played for so long got so many collectibles and didn't move far at all i think it's very heavily weighted that like the main missions are a lot like a much much larger chunk of that yeah. percent than do you feel like you've been flowers, doing because that's a thing you do. Do you think you've been eating like the main quest line like content like one after another after another, or do you find yourself like no. meandering? I I'm the stuff? like the kind of person that gets so easily distracted. So I'll just be like, oh, there's like a bunch of things out there. I'll just go up there for like a hot second, yeah, and just click those couple things, and then I accidentally stumble on a corruption nest, and I'm like, crap, now I got to kill all these dinosaurs. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm right here. I might as well just go back to the village and go do those all those hunting quests. Yeah. And I mean. Right, like sort of like we were talking about Zelda. Yeah, that's it's very that, similar. Right, the way that it encourages exploration like that—that's really what makes open world games great. Like just yeah. having an open world game, but then but just having to, these like you have to award people with yeah. The exploration. Yeah, well, yes. well, it's like the 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 actual like exploration, like not chasing an individual thing, but just like acclimating to the world that you're around and like seeing something like your description yeah. of like seeing something and being like. <clears throat> oh, what's that? And, and chasing and, it down. But then actually having something there. Because well, so yeah. many times it's like you see something cool in an open world game and you go over there and it's there's nothing. just nothing there. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, I think the antithesis of, of something open world is like the direction that we see stuff like uh, like Assassin's Creed and Far Cry going down where it's like there's plenty to do, but it's all listed on your map. And it's like, oh, let's go to this like fort and take over this fort. And like, I, oh, here's a treasure box. So you can go I over mean, there and get that treasure Horizon box. that's how Horizon is. It's all on your map. But is it like... But is it, like, useful or, like, worthwhile getting the stuff? Like, does it feel good to do it? Um, I, it's, it's been a, it's been a while since I've 100%ed a game. Hmm. Um, just because there's so many games out nowadays and I feel like I don't have time for them. And as I was playing this, I kind of, like, looked at myself. I'm like, yep, I'm going to 100% this game. Yeah. (laughs) This game is good enough that I want to spend this much time with it. And I I want to do everything there is to do in this game because I want to get as much as I can. Let me ask one question. Yeah. And this might be a very particular question for someone like me, but like uh, the trophies for it is there is there a trophy bound to difficulty? Like, do you have to beat it on like a hard mode or something, I or does it not matter? Did not check. Okay, I need you to check that. And get I think the only yeah. person. <laughs> I think the only person in the room that cares, cares about, about that stuff is, yeah. is you, Scarbo. But uh, I am I'll, getting the more only time I look at trophies. <laughs> the only time I ever look at trophies is I'm like, huh. 
Skirbo would be curious about how many trophies yeah, there are. Yeah, no, I, I do look at them. I just don't have a ravenous need I, to finish it. Don't. Unless it's a game I really like, because I platinumed Doom, and that, and that was yeah. recent. Like I'm kind of, um, it feels I'm kind of glad. I like it. It yeah. feels yeah, good. I don't know. I Some feel like suck, I feel like if yeah. I if I cared about trophies at all, it would just like it would be too much. Like it would be I, I it would because you're playing the crazy. game for it would, like, like it would kill my would be too yeah. much but to like see, know what there's. I'm just like it just all depends on the trophy list though. Like with something like Horizon, its trophy list might just be bound to hundred percenting the game normally. Yeah. So like if you just hundred and if it was like that would be fine, but it's 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 more worthwhile for me to get 100% of the game and, like, do all the stuff yeah. that the developers put in there as opposed to being, like, make sure you complete this task on time well, or see, to, see, try we'll to do this like, under this 30 is, seconds. I'm like, no! This is exactly why I need you to tell me if, <laughs> if, 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 if it's a hard one. like, I started... Because if I can go through and play this game on normal, I will literally buy this game tomorrow and just fucking crush it, like, as soon as Beat Zelda first. Stop playing I, near. I, and that's I'll not going to be a yeah. thing. This is the deal. This is the deal. I cannot, like, just say... Okay, beat Zelda. I can't do that. Like Zelda is too. Yeah, it's too freeing. Like, I'm that putting is, everything that is on hold. Like, this is the first honestly, time I've ever of, heard you say something like that about a game. That's before, kind which of the means thing about, something about, about this game. Horizon Two is that like I am gonna. It's I'm not gonna hundred percent it like all in the next like week. Like I'm gonna like slowly do it over time, just because yeah. other things are gonna come out and I and like. Just because we work for a video game website, like we have to play them, we have to review them. Like, which is just... exactly why I'm <laughs> you... playing a game that I will talk about very shortly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I one last thing is just with the whole like, uh, what you call achievements slash trophies lists and stuff like that. I've always feel like, like when I'm playing Zelda, I'm, I'm glad it doesn't have one, only because then I feel like it would take away some of the creativity in some of your problem solving. I totally yeah. agree, and honestly, that's what's made me gravitate <laughs> towards playing more stuff on Switch. Because it's like... Because there's I, no pressure to like exactly, do that. Because yeah. it's just like, I can just experience the game as fun, right? Yeah. But like the metagame, like the metagame, like trophies and achievements and all that stuff literally Especially is the metagame yeah. to the yeah. community, right? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. like that. that is like one echelon deeper into the game and it's like i i take a certain sense of like pride in that sort of stuff especially when it comes to games i really like that i want to platinum like the final fantasy 15 platinum anybody can do you know what i mean it's not a super hard thing but i felt compelled to do it i mean it didn't be- take you two and a half hours to get that last trophy? just one boss fight it was a bit annoying but like but the thing is, is that's it, what I'm it's, saying. Like, it's yeah. a doable thing that's all of you guys every <laughs> yeah. single one of you that i've Why talked that to fun? have leveled yourself to the point where it's not a hard thing to do but I did it because now I can say, yeah, yeah I, I mean, platinum that even, game. I did it. Yeah, even but before, that game was not fun enough. But to even platinum. before trophies, even before trophies, it's like we put Final Fantasy VII. It's like I beat Ruby Weapon. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. There was no reward yeah. for that. I My game shark that. Like, when it comes, <laughs> I did not. That's I did. Yeah. I beat I when we play, I played Kingdom Hearts. I beat Sephiroth for no reason other than I. Oh, I did that though. Best yeah. Yeah. That was a fun fight though. But see, that, like when it's a game that I really, really love, like I yeah. really loved Final Fantasy 15 or like Resident Evil 7 is a better example, right? Resident Evil 7, like I got that platinum because I fucking love that game and i wanted to experience <clears throat> every challenge the developer could throw at me every every single aspect used, of that game yeah. i wanted to crush because i just i loved it that much you know what i mean and I now i can that, say i did it i used to do that with all the halo games like yeah. uh one two three reach uh i think i did it with ods yeah, so you was doing like, your, uh, like legendary <clears throat> playthroughs yeah. and you got all the skulls and i did i did everything in those yeah. games because I just, I just loved it yeah um i fell off there you know, that fell off a little bit <laughs> the past couple of years. I was going to say, once you hit about Trophy, four... Trophies like change, too. They become, like, trophies and achievements on Xbox. They became, like, a really popular thing, and and they, like, they changed. I don't know. Some yeah, there's a, really there's, a point, and, there's a point, by the yeah. way, where uh, Alex's gamer score 
on his like Xbox Live account or whatever they call it, the, yeah. the points were so high that people would like compliment him on that stuff, and I'd be like, "You're right, that did happen." And I was, I was like, like, "This is weird, you <laughs> nerd, you complimenting him about the score." What I I take that Metal Game so seriously that like when I when I was on Xbox at least during 360 I haven't been Yo, on guys, Xbox one in a while. Away. This is not but when I, <laughs> when I was on important. 360, I went through my uh, friends list and I checked every single person on my friends list and I was like I will be better all than two every of them. one of these people and I am. I am I have a higher or at the time it's probably not the case anymore. But even with like PlayStation now, <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> I have more platinum oh, than start. literally any person that I know. That's, that's great, just, and that Skirbo. Just means I'm I am video so games happy. Sorry, guys. Right. For this you, is, this is just what it is. <laughs> Anytime someone compliments me on my gamer score, I will refer them to you. Now you should be like, listen, what you're seeing is not impressive. You should talk to Skirbo. Like, come on, right? Uh, His gamer score, though. Hey, Skirbo, what do you say we get into some news? Let's not, because I want to talk about a game first. Oh, okay. I want to, I want to talk about a game. Chad, do you want to talk more about Zelda? Because I know uh, all you're playing Zelda. No, I wasn't going to talk about that. But it's fine. I mean, what were you going to talk about? Like twenty minutes in. 25 yeah. Minutes? What were you going to talk about? Uh, I was going to talk about what I was playing on the Austria trip, which really? was essentially Zelda. But also <laughs> on the other side of that was a lot of Bomberman R and uh, One Two Switch, courtesy of Justin Scribble for lending me that. Um, and I will say that One Two Switch is a blast on the go with your family, especially when you have like time to like you're sitting down. At, we were at an uh, we were in Amsterdam, uh, <clears throat> and we were at a bar, and I had my Switch. We were all drinking. And it was a blast. It was like day drinking, and it was a lot of fun. Did you take your switch out at a bar? I did. I did because I wanted to see what attention it would bring, and people were blown away by it. Yeah. No lie. We sat down. We started doing one two switch. I showed them the sword game. I got the bartender on the other side of the bar playing the sword game <laughs> that sword with game us. Is fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, awesome. it that is a great, is a great see, game. It is one, like one I think one two switch getting a bad rap only because that sword game is like genius. So, well, there's, yeah. there, I feel like there's two elements. One, the sword game is by by far the best game in that entire collection. And but but, and two, I think the fun of One Two Switch is one hundred percent contextual. Oh yeah, like yeah. you have to be in a crowd of people that's Agreed. down to play, or it's like if you are someone that plays games by yourself or have one other person to play with, you're not going to have fun with that. You're just not. There like, was a point where we were playing the telephone one, where you have to answer the telephone as fast as you can. Yeah. Everybody in the bar like chilled out and quieted down for a second <laughs> just to play that part. And I wanted to tell you on this podcast how magical of a moment that was for me to be like, guys. I brought this thing, and then we're, I'm doing the sword fight thing or whatever, and then people are, like, watching, like, what the hell is that? And they're, like, Dutch accents. Sure. And I was just like, you want to try? Give them over the controller. It was literally fucking, uh, what was it, anti-social uh, carry or whatever they call oh her? Oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to say, you're It's Karen. literally, I was carry. You were the... You are absolutely the only person I know that could go to Amsterdam, walk into a bar, and get everyone to play the you're fucking Nintendo Switch. Like, you're the commercial. Oh it was God. just so much fun because it was so easy. Come over here, yeah. guys. Take this, this controller. Hey, check just... it out. You want to play? That's, that's the shaving one. You girls sit next to you at the one. airport. You want to play together? <laughs> the shaving one was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen people do because you had like this like oldish mom person against like a, not the bartender but like his like manager or whatever, and they were like. And they would feel a vibrate. They're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and then when the thing said go, they're just like, <laughs> and I was like, we're, oh. dude, you're so, like, was that's good. that's why that game exists. That yeah. game yeah. is the was is the introduction to the system. You know, what also I mean? everybody it's was like, drunk, so that helped. But it's still, it, it's just like the best thing to show off the novelty it, of it. You yeah, know? if you, if if people are, that are listening didn't see the video that Scarabo put together, we all played when we went to PAX, um, and I mean, I was shitting on it before. <laughs> I'll admit it, you I were, was. You were hard on that game. And it's a very dumb game. <laughs> yeah. But 
there was a, like, like in the party in the party atmosphere. We all shit on a little bit. And some of the games weren't great, but some of them were really cool. Like the sword game. The one the sword game was great. The, the box. one the one with the balls. Yeah. <laughs> the one where it's like oh, you're holding you a box. Oh, yeah, yeah. The HD rumble. And like game. yeah, and it, it shows off like that HD rumble feature the best. But it's so you can feel those. You can it was feel really like little impressive. metal balls really in weird. the controller. Yeah, and it felt insane. like rubber balls too, not like. Not like just metal balls. You yeah, could you tell could the feel texture. Them bouncing yeah. off of each other. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. That's how I like that. High I love the safe crack. The safe, I was gonna say the safe. Game I like the safe. I didn't play that one. one. But uh, the pirate uh, treasure chest one. That, that one, one was that one was great too. That was good. That one was good. That one. It's confusing. It's very weird. But like it was. It was disorienting. Like if it gets stuck, you're like, where's the stupid chain? There's there's definitely some value to that game if you have like a party atmosphere. Drinking helps. Yeah. Stay drinking where everybody's just like, I don't know what to do today. It's all totally totally context if you're yeah. a bunch of nerds at pax and you're in your house and you started up and you're, you're all playing that drinking. video that video of your sister playing uh, yeah when we were on the train the back sandwich from game well i was like i'm gonna well, videotape well, you well, do this well, and she was like fine. by far the most awkward i would say that's but more it's awkward so than sandwich game is weird. people would watch us and just be like what's happening yeah. i want to try yeah you know uh anyway so See, that's my and, thing. and the only like it's awesome to hear that there are situations like that because thus far like i i take my switch with me to work every day and uh, on my lunch breaks, I go to a local Barnes and Nobles, which is like walking distance from my office. Uh, and I'll just sit there playing Zelda, and all I get are these snarky motherfuckers walking yeah. behind me, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, I, I, I will not forget this conversation. There was like these two guys that walk past, and I could like feel them like looking <laughs> over my shoulder. And I'm playing Zelda, and like this one guy's like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" And then the other guy's like. Psh, he's just playing Zelda because it's the only game on the system, and like he's like, "Come on, Joe!" and like they keep walking, <laughs> and they like, interlock man. arms and walk away. Yeah. I was like, man, "Come on, fuck Joe, you guys!" Like, <laughs> scoff. Yeah. You know what's funny though? We're we're living in a time where that conversation could also happen, where it's like some random person will know about the Nintendo Switch yeah. and just be like, "Oh, well, the Zelda's well, the only it game." It's like, it's like, "Hey, Dave, is that the Switch?" And they're like, "Yeah, Joe, he's just playing Zelda." <laughs> well, I know about games. Shut up, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. Yeah. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, one of the Don't best be games ever made just came out on yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's and he's playing, playing it. it. Oh yeah, look at me. I'm just I'm just trying to get use out of this four hundred dollar <laughs> investment. But- Whatever. So anyway, that was my experience with the uh, with the Switch in Australia. It's great. Uh, Skirbo, what are you playing? I'm glad you're having a good time with that. I'm really, really glad that you I got am. Good use it's fucking it. great. That's awesome. It was great. Um, I also licked your cartridge. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> it doesn't taste awful. It tasted terrible. I'm just joking. Really <laughs> I licked, I licked <laughs> his, you well, My eyebrow was a little not, raised like, how serious is this, this story? No, I know that it's the, a thing, but it's yeah. like... <laughs> But it's like, I'm interested in licking a cartridge just for the sake of doing it, but I'm not going to lick my own cartridge. Yeah, no. So if I I was in your shoes, I would probably have licked someone else's (laughs) cartridge because I'm like, ha ha. It sounds like an insult. Don't lick a cartridge. But I did did like the Zelda one. In in this. terrible. What? Yes. In this (laughs) crazy. Bring it back. You vocabulary, guys. I have no Quarter. Uh, in this crazy just like Surplus? mix of games right oh, yes. yes we have this immense just like load of games on us right now that are all very well reviewed and all this sort of stuff i was like okay i gotta get myself back up to speed i gotta get into the into the zeitgeist right i want to i want to be able to talk about what people are playing so in my in between my bouts of playing zelda i started near automata and bro this I feel like there have been so many times that I've mentioned a game and my introductory statement is bro, <laughs> <laughs> but like we'll have like a, a montage like yeah. all back to back bro 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 Actually, bro, gosh, bro, like bro. 15, bro. <laughs> like, no but seriously near automata is like way way exceeding my expectations yeah. I like 
as a platinum, really good things. Yeah. yeah, like as a platinum game, I was expecting it to be like a Bayonetta or like a Metal Gear Rising or something like straight up an action game, like a level yeah, action game. Right? It is it's not. It is that, but it is okay. also so many other things, and it does all of those things so well. Like, like just to clarify something, because this was very unclear to me before I started. Okay. This is one hundred percent an action RPG. It is not just a straight up action brawler. Okay. Like, so would it be unfair to simplify it by saying it's like? Like a, what is it? <clears throat> like a hack, like a hack and slash, like bayonetta with bullet hell, bullet storm. Well, the, situation. The, so those elements are added into it too. But when I say RPG, I mean like your character has levels. Oh, yeah. You customize your equipment loadouts. You customize your armor. You customize your weapons. But I mean, you did that. Of, not in Bayonetta. I feel like that was not in, ba- like in Bayonetta. Like, you got like extra weapons, but nobody used anything other than the guns. So com- like, yeah, so- and I, when I played the demo, like that was not clear during the demo. Yeah, I just exactly. totally assumed from that. I was like, oh, this is a straight up action game. No, yeah. exactly. Is it to the extent of like Neo? Because that Neo no, goes like not, not as drastic as that. Yeah. Um, but what's also different and interesting, and this was probably the key differentiating factor, and it didn't dawn on me that this was the case okay. until I hit the pause button. Okay. Uh, so not only do you have these action RPG elements where you're customizing your character and stuff, but there are quests and quest givers, and you get dropped into a hub world where you have to go to people and pick up quests from them and go Ooh. do stuff oh. and hunt people to get crafting items and all this stuff. Like, it Ooh. is a very yeah, open world. It's getting more and more interesting. It's, it's not it. exactly an open world. It's more it of a hub world. It, levels, it's it's but... like a hub sort of thing, right? Um, is it like a Demon Souls situation where you get, like, it, it, quests it's, from It's like the this. People you're, in... So you're... Um, like home base, right? So, like you know, the demo. Yes. The, the demo is the beginning of the game where you fight this giant monster thing, mm-hmm. right? Then after that, you get delivered to this like satellite thing, okay. which is essentially like your home base where like <clears throat> you can save, talk to your fucking blacksmith or whatever, or, or the equivalent of, and then you can get a main mission from this like you know your dispatcher or whatever, and then you get sent off to a planet or something and then when you go to these planets it is like a giant open world where you can go in get new quests do all this sort of stuff and like really sort of like like totally expand and blow out this like uh your experience with it and it is so good and i love that you mentioned the bullet hell aspect of it because that is something that's so delicately weaved into the game Hmm. like you will play a mission and it will so seamlessly blend between a top-down bullet hell shooter yeah. into a twin-stick shooter, into an action brawler, into a side-scrolling brawler. And it does all of these things like like back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I did that in the demo, because yeah. yeah it's was just like, all, and I, like suddenly I'm here and I'm like, why, is it, why, did, the, why did the camera switch? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. And, and all of these things work so, so well. And then it'll turn into a, uh, a flight sim where it'll throw you out into a thing and you're like behind like this giant jet and you're oh, shooting wow. stuff like as you're it is crazy how much variety there is and all of them are done oh my god i keep hitting this mic and i'm so sorry but like all of them are done so precisely and like well that it just feels incredible to play the game like i am never bored when i'm playing it you mm. know what i mean and i think that's what speaks to the polish of it because just like moving around and fighting and stuff feels and looks so good um but just the the sheer like amount of things you're doing and the way that the gameplay is differentiated just makes it feel fresh constantly there hasn't been a single second that i was playing that game where i'm like oh i was bored or something you know yeah. what i mean is there a story to this? yeah i was gonna say how's the story <clears throat> the story is very fucking weird i'll be honest <laughs> with you. something about robots and trying to like, like spawn a kid or so it's or like so it's like robots okay machines have essentially become sentient in some sort of weird way yeah, aren't they and no they're humans? yeah and they're like taking over the earth right they're yeah. basically eradicating humans from existence right and 
from what I've gleaned from the story so far, uh, the character you are, 2B, is what's called a Yohara. And Yohara are, like, this, like, breed of, like, android human, like, mixed things that, like, are basically there to stop the eradication of humans. Like, they are basically trying to preserve humanity by fighting back the machines, right? Uh, that's generally the idea that I'm getting. That is not at all what is like per- like articulated while you're doing it. Like, the, I mean, there's... that's what I took from the from the demo. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, I've it's I've only so watched cool, gameplay videos and footage and like people talking about it, like very, I don't know, at a high level. And yeah. what I've seen is basically the different varieties of like like combat, mm-hmm. but then also the bullet hell stuff just sticks with me a lot. And I, I, when I was watching it, it just seemed like uh, another like bayonetta with bullet hell stuff. Yeah. But from what you're talking about, it sounds like it's way deeper. It's 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 full full shifts of like gameplay genres, right? And then it like blends them. So when I say like bullet hell, like I'm talking, you are literally controlling a ship where there is a shoot button and you are killing <laughs> things as they come from the top of the screen. And then it goes to twin stick shooter where you're like you change modes and like now stuff's coming out of all directions and you're using your two sticks to kill stuff. And then it drops you into like an action brawler where you're like doing bayonetta style combos and stuff while at the same time enemies are shooting things at you in crazy like bullet patterns so you're like dodging them like in a 3d space that doesn't sound very seamless that sounds very like jagged it sounds sounds super weird i know but it's like the way that it actually translates is perfect like it is so smooth and nice and it's like i'm saying it's it's the variety of it that makes it so exciting for me Mm. like it's it's just it's not like any game i've played before but it's like, but it is. Did you? Digitally, but it's every game. It's, yeah. Did you digitally download it? No, I have it on a disc. Yes. <laughs> you will be. I will be happy to let you borrow yes. it uh, upon completion. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. It's a great game, and uh, I'm glad that I'm sort of taking some time to enjoy some of these other games that are all sort of like coming out at the same time yeah but i'll tell you what when persona comes out in a few weeks all bets are off <laughs> like, yeah. like goodbye world speaking of persona like, did you yes. beat it yet uh no persona 4? <laughs> okay. are you gonna get persona 5 though, did you scratch my ps vita uh, yet? uh no is it like you're not gonna get it <laughs> i don't think so okay you don't like persona 4 i feel like we just had this conversation i know all not right. i it's not really all right it's, it's when you're okay. ready it's, i'll accept my ps vita back it's uh <laughs> It's just slightly, I don't know, it's kind of stressful somehow to play. Hmm. Because I feel like... It's a real life. you got to balance your time and your friends and your responsibilities. Exactly! You gotta, you gotta, and I'm just you not got a job. like that. Like, like, the, either... the Sims always stress me out. Yeah, like, it's, it's... This asshole's never happy. Like, yeah. why are you leaving And I feel like there the is, like, there's, like, a... <laughs> That's a really good example. <laughs> I feel like there's, like, one perfect way to sort of play that game. Don't fall like, asleep I... there. <laughs> You, you've got to you've got to you've got to relinquish control at a certain point. You and I can't. I am absolutely one hundred percent like a total control freak, and it is it's killing me a little bit to like. Well, like I looked up like one part. Person. I was like, wait, I want to like make sure I say the right thing here. I want to do this, and it was like, this is how you should be playing day fifty four. Oh, I was like, so I'm on day fifty four, and none of these things oh, are happening. And I'm well. I just poison the well. I'm you doing this to... all wrong. You just gotta live your I life. Have terrible you just live social your life. links, See, and I don't know what's going on. You just now gotta Chia, date Chia, Chia is never and live your life. And like I don't know what I'm doing. You just gotta live your life. You gotta That's love really Chia. All it comes down to you. Just gotta live your life. Yeah, but I feel like like people I talk to, I feel like you guys are. Well, I feel like Chow is very like all about the social links, and he was like that part's like the best part. I hated the dungeon crawling. And then when I talked to Dave, he was like, oh, the social links just like kind of gets in your way of like the dungeon crawling 
See, I don't like the dungeon crawling. At all. Was, the I was dungeon crawling was boring as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you guys are either one or the other, and yeah, having mm. the both is stressing me out. <laughs> well, I will accept my PS Vita when you're ready. Okay. <laughs> he said for the second time. In the <laughs> time right, lady and gentlemans. Are you ready to get into some news? I am ready. Let's week? do this. We really only have one story, but before we get into our main news story, uh, and before we get into our true gaming topic of the week, uh, I sort of wanted to talk about some of the changes that were happening at TZR. Uh, Post PAX, PAX was amazing. By Killer. The way. We yeah. So successful. It, yeah, we talked about it a lot last week, but uh, a lot of things have changed and have been updated since then, and I'd love to take just a little while to talk about sort of how... Uh, you know what we're doing now—the new things that are uh, coming to the site. So, uh, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for the enthusiasm. <laughs> so, Justin, do you want to tell us about the our new Discord channel? Sure. Uh, don't want to talk. We'll talk about that. Discord channel—it's up. It's a thing. So last week uh, after PAX, we actually had a, a ton of like, we had a bunch of signups and registrations because we ended up doing like a little event out in PAX for a new Switch was basically people should sign up and uh, register and then tell us their favorite game or indie game at PAX, uh, which ended up being best in show voters, you know, uh, fan vote was Nidhogg 2, which uh, Alex and I played a lot of like Nidhogg 1. It's actually a great game. Nidhogg 2 looks even better. There's a lot of different like a- aspects to it that uh, you guys should really check out. Um, <clears throat> but after that, a lot of people started asking us and like sending emails our way being like, hey, this website's pretty cool. You know, you guys are doing pretty cool things. Is there uh, do you guys have like a community thing going on? One person actually emailed us out and said, I will start your Discord channel if you want me to. Like, we should have that. We, you guys should have that because that'd be awesome to like talk to you guys. And an incredibly humbling thing to, to yes, hear from completely. a fan. Like, yeah. this is so awesome. Saying that Bam. he or she, I, I forgot who. I think it was a he. It yeah. was. Uh, it was Dave. It was uh, 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 Dave. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. Oh gosh. Why? Joey. Joey. So Joey sent out it like was Joey. A, Maybe it was Dave. His name is <laughs> his name is DSI in the Discord chat. DSI. DSI sent us out an email <laughs> saying, uh, guys. Uh, you know, you guys are pretty cool. You should have a Discord channel. I'll even set it up. For somebody to take out time in their day to help us out, that's awesome. It was a first for us. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was an unbelievably humbling like, experience. After that, we freaked out about yeah, it. we all kind of like, <laughs> we all were like, uh, do you say that sounds like a great idea? Thank and you. Then and then we turned around to everybody else. And we're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh, people are noticing. It was it was cool. It's so it was true. Cool. I, I remember uh, messaging you guys and being like, yo, this is like a thing right now. Like, what is going on? Yeah, I can practically yeah. see the smile on your face through the, <laughs> yeah, the through your, your messages. Was, <laughs> bro, and yeah. uh, <laughs> his name was Opera Train. That's what it is. DSI. I will oh, speak about it in a second. I've been reading that wrong. I've been saying Oprah Train in my head. I was like, <laughs> I Oprah, what are you doing here? No, uh, Oprah Train, uh, Joey. His name is Joey. Joey. I knew okay. it was Joey. Joey was the guy who reached Shout out to, out to us Joey. and basically said, hey, like, it would be awesome if we had a place We've where made... we could come and hang out yeah. and talk to each other. And uh, thank you so much for that suggestion because and the Discord has been so cool. Surprisingly, like, people up. jumped in and now we have, yeah. like, over, what, like, 40-some-odd people in there, which yeah. is awesome and they're all like active and talking and we actually get to talk to people now besides ourselves which are yeah. great you know i, I love you guys we talk to ourselves too but we do yeah. we do but it's it's been crazy and so uh so we, leaps and bounds yeah and uh now 
Yeah, I was just going to say we like anybody who listens to us or checks out this uh, this podcast at all. Like we would highly encourage you to come check out the Discord channel and just come and chat with us. We're in there literally all day, every day, just you know, BSing about what's going on, talking about the changes that are coming to the site, things like that. How do they find the Discord channel? So currently, uh, there will be many more avenues that people will be able to reach us. Uh, If you want a direct link, you can just uh, email us at podcast at the zero review dot com, or if you check out any of our YouTube. YouTube, uh, videos it's also linked in our YouTube channel so if you go to youtube.com uh, slash the zero review literally any video that we have on there you will be able to find our uh, the link to our discord server please come by like, it's, <laughs> it's so fun and yeah. it's really awesome having everybody there we are uh, actively trying to develop or like design the discord icon somewhere on the homepage and all pages going forward just for right now that kind of took us by surprise so we're trying to like fit that in <laughs> yeah. somewhere in our like timelines but it's coming it's coming also um chances we're talking with some people hopefully eventually we'll get our own vip server um which could be gangbusters yeah it would be super cool i I love that we have like a plan for how we think the site's gonna go i'm like okay we're gonna do this next and we're gonna do this next and then and then it's like I have literally okay so the story went I was in Austria and I didn't know any of the shit was going on and I heard like little things through the spotty wi-fi that I would get and uh, I knew we made crazy success in packs and then afterwards things were going crazy but crazy like even crazier was I spent all of this time making project plans <laughs> and timelines with our developers and our designers to get all this new stuff going and then suddenly somebody's like we have a discord channel now and I was just like Oh no! Wait. Okay, so we have a Discord channel. That's great. Okay, now we got to refocus all this stuff over here. Pivot. Pivot. That, yeah. well, we got to pivot. We got to move. We got to be <laughs> fluid. You know. It was uh, cool. like, when uh, when Justin came back from uh, Austria, we sat Bum down. Rushed. Like we just dumped a, a myriad of things of like, dude, we just need to address all of this. And I got right off the now. plane. And this and an this. hour later on Sunday after the plane, these guys, DeFabio, Justin, bum rushed me with a <laughs> checklist of things. Here's all the things you missed. All right, what next? This is all the things that we need to get on the site immediately. And I was yeah. just like, uh, okay. It was, it was really, really exciting. They were just yelling um, at me. But yeah, so anyway, so if you want to check out the Discord chat, uh, go to our YouTube channel, check out any video that we have on there. It's in the description of all of them. We will have links on the site shortly. Or if you want to just get a link directly from us, you can reach out to any of us via email, which you can find on our About page, or just reach us at uh, podcast.thezerreview.com. Um, a few other things that I want to touch on is... Uh, so DSI, who I mentioned before, was uh, – so DSI found us through C&D and Triforce when uh, we had sponsored them for PAX, which is awesome. C&D and Triforce are just great guys. It was really, really cool yeah, hanging out great. with them. I have C&D's uh, jacket. You have his jacket? You stole I, it. I stole it from – no. He, uh, he left it in my car. <laughs> and, oh, no. Oh, he oh, did? Really? His, his Nintendo and, jacket? No, no. Jacket? It was, oh, okay. I, was I know. Like, I wish. Wait, what? That's no, like it was, skin. I yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I didn't see it's gonna sell that on eBay. <laughs> People will love me forever. No, hold on to that. Like, well, we're I mean, gonna I'm gonna send it to him soon, when he so. tells me where to send it to, or I'll just wear it. Doesn't fit right, but it's okay. <laughs> He's way skinnier than I am. <laughs> oh uh, but yeah, so when uh, when we had them there, he had an I hope epic. He listens to this. I like, was yeah. about to say I didn't actually put it on. <laughs> he, I'll watch it. <laughs> but uh, they were super nice. They they gave us an epic shout out, which was awesome, and got like a huge amount of attention to our YouTube channel, which we couldn't be more grateful for. Um, but one of, but one of the, uh, one of his, uh, C and D's fans that came over and has started watching and engaging with, uh, stuff from TZR was this guy DSI who had reached out to me personally and said, Hey, like, I would love to send you 
I would love to send you something. Like, do you have a P.O. box or something? And I was like, uh, uh, sh- yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you, you even sure? set Wikipedia, Google, how do you set up P.O. Literally. Boxes? And then, like, a day later, I got it set up. Uh, so we now have a P.O. box if, uh, you know, obviously not asking for anything anyway. I don't know. I don't even know how to say these things because it's not All like- of your glitter bombs should be sent to P.O. Box 12... 12- Oh wait, one thousand two hundred seven. Twelve oh seven. One two zero seven. Yeah. Bellmead, New Jersey, zero eight five zero two. Um, that that is if our. You, uh, if anybody cares to send us anything and wants to see us open it, for the, yeah. For those for those old enough, this is always when I do the stick stickly, like this Nickelodeon yeah. song yeah. that he did. That uh, for I'm getting half blank faces. Oh, stickly! What? I've heard you make the joke a few times already. Yes, but not on the podcast list. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Oh man! <laughs> so uh, man, just burst bubbles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the PO box is totally a thing that Personal. that happens. There. Thank you so much, CSI, for sending us something. I believe we'll be able to pick it up tomorrow, and uh, we'll do a little unboxing for you for that. I'm super excited about it. But uh, yeah, if anybody else feels the desire to send us something, you can reach you us want- at PO box. One two zero seven, uh, Bellmead, New Jersey. Nice zero eight five zero two. Um, that is a thing. I, I, I feel so awkward saying that because I'm, I don't want to ask <laughs> Give anybody us for things. stuff. But send it, us it, presents. It just it just That's happened. What saying. It just happened to be a thing that we needed now, and now it's there. So uh, we'll also put that out on all. I didn't even think we needed well. one, but now apparently we needed one. Um, so that's cool. Uh, so the last two things is uh, for the YouTube channel. So I know we just got a whole bunch of new subscribers to the YouTube channel, people checking out our content and stuff, and super grateful to have you. It's like, oh my God, it blows my freaking mind every time I log into the YouTube. Uh, one of the things that I do want to say, though, is that all of the content that you've seen recently is sort of a... Uh, like sort of the fallout from PAX, right? So we had all of the PAX interviews and right. the mm-hmm. vlogs and all of that sort of stuff. And I don't think that that was an accurate reflection of like our, our weekly content. You did see the first uh, piece of weekly content come through, which is Checkpoint. Uh, Checkpoint! Uh, yeah, a video series that Dave Artuso <laughs> does for us. But I wanted everybody to know that we are getting back to our normal YouTube schedule. So you should definitely look out for... Uh, we are doing new vlogs, which are coming out. Uh, second Lures? Yeah, we're recording yeah. our first one there we are rebooting 60 second lores so that video will be coming out on sunday of this week maybe sooner but i believe sunday is the day that i'm targeting for that uh so check us out for vlogs for checkpoint which is our news our 60 second lores which are just crazy fun and weird and uh, i don't know exciting i need to play a game learn a story before you guys so, don't know this on the podcast but skirbo is actually the one who pretty much takes out most of the editing so all the video most of the videos not checkpoint dave does that one and also a few of the interviews but most of the other <laughs> stuff is all skirbo taking his time out to do all of those things and it's kind of ridiculous yeah, yeah, also yeah. the Host on the podcast and a bunch of other stuff and writers. I like doing this stuff. It's fun. Um, so, yeah. So, so definitely check that out. We also have a new format for uh, video reviews coming out, which we have some plans to get the first few recorded and out within the next few weeks. So, check those out. Uh, but if you want to see everything that's going on in the YouTube channel, all these amazing new changes, you can reach us at YouTube.com slash The Zero Review. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, the the last pieces of it I'll I'll just leave out there. We will be live streaming more. Um I don't know a schedule 100% yet, but that is a thing. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> I, all right. I feel exhausted, and I'm sorry for all the plugs, everybody. Uh, I do truly apologize. But a lot of changes, a lot of, yeah. lot of updates coming. They want to know what we're doing. It's so exciting. Things are if things are changing. To this podcast, we're, then they want to know what we're that, doing. That's a good point. That's growing. A good point. We're growing up. We're thank, growing up. Thank you, guys TZR, grow up. Thank you for listening. You're all awesome. Like, You're all oh wonderful gosh. people. You're all, You're all wonderful, wonderful people. people. <laughs> <laughs> do awesome things. You've been given this ability to do awesome things. Now go into the world and do good things. Anyway, um, okay. So let's get into our one main news topic, which actually dovetails really nicely into our true gaming topic of the week. But the buzz, the main thing that's on everybody's tongue this week is what's going Zelda? on with no, is <laughs> what's going on with Mass Effect Andromeda. Ooh, so Not good. Been, it's jo- been a yeah. rough yeah. week for Bioware. Yeah. It, it has been, but like. It, I, I'm so, like, this is such a weird and polarizing topic because, like, even if we, like, just for context, none of us on this podcast have played it yet. No. Even though many of us are Mass Effect fans, right? Yes. So it's it's kind of a, an awkward situation, but I think it's worth talking about just sort of what what's going on, right? Like, Oh, no, no absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, so Mass Effect Andromeda came out uh, this past Tuesday to an immensely immensely polarized set of reviews like we're seeing scores anywhere from like sixes to nines people so the scores are go ahead ign gave it a seven seven polygon gave it a seven five there's a there's actually a lot of sevens in here destructor gave it a six five Ooh. GameSpot gave it a six Damn. your gamer said probably bioware's worst rpg oh. yet <laughs> but uh gaming next but forbes gave it an 8.5 oh, but pc gamer gave it an eight <laughs> like there are nines peppered in there too. Yeah, there are definitely yeah. some nines. Press start too. gave it's, it a nine. It's very strange to see this kind of like crazy spectrum so, of. Yeah. But the interesting yeah. thing too but, is it's like some of them say, you know what, the combat's not great, but the story's good. And then other ones will say, the combat's the, combat's the best part. Really where it's at. Yeah. And the story is totally forgettable. And it's just, you get these totally like. Backward ass, where do you look? Like yeah. conflicting yeah. reviews, and Guys, it's just it so. Weird. Are they all playing the same game? See, yeah. The thing is, is like I, I feel like part of the reason why we see such a weird spectrum is because Mass Effect, as a series, like as as like a pillar within gaming, means so money it means so much to different people in such different ways <laughs> yeah. so money right like it does did, that did i articulate uh, myself well that stuff is money okay. <laughs> <laughs> mass effect means different things to different people you're right you know what i mean yes. there there is a group of people that specifically plays that game to get their Romantic star part. star trekky you know mm-hmm. uh walkie talkie kind of uh, sci-fi fix, right? They really care about the narrative and the direction of the stories, whereas others just sort of enjoy the sci-fi aesthetic and right. play it for the compelling gameplay, right? Uh, because it's, they like making people have sex, and they like and they like weird alien sex. Yeah. I mean, it's great. They're like, who, who wouldn't love this game, right? But the thing with Andromeda is it seems like they drop the ball on different aspects of every element of the game. Right. Now, again, did not play the game, so I don't have my own personal opinion. But just what I'm hearing is like. The, the voice acting is a mess. I hear the... The, the people look like robots. Yeah, yeah even the, the animatronics. mocap is yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah, like the mocap facial or just like the body animations are all fucked up. Like, something tells me that this game was put on a very short release schedule because they just needed to get it out. Now, if you guys remember, the Mass Effect Andromeda beta got canceled two right. weeks before the game came out. And I think they did that on purpose because they knew that the game was mm. fucked up. Hmm. Like when when you look, we're at there. 
Review copies, yes. No, there, nobody. Uh, the earliest but, people got to play the game was on the uh, Origin well, Access thing. So uh, it, it's just it's <clears> a very <throat> weird situation, and I I almost feel for Bioware because it's like, you know, on the one hand, it's like where do you really go after Mass Effect Three? That the ending of that game was incredibly polarizing and gave them a lot of bad press for a really long time, and now they wanted to sort of like reintroduce the franchise, give people a new jumping off point. And it just seems like they shit the bed on so many different on so many different levels. Like, how you, do you? You'll like this. One review is titled um, "Dragon Age Inquisition in Space." <laughs> wow! And that's, I, <laughs> I mean, was actually that's... just about to ask what other game had such like a large spectrum of like good and bads. Was Dragon Age the one? I Dragon Age probably. Got, I think I think Dragon Age got mostly universally panned. Did it? I don't I, remember now. Because I, I remember hearing because there were. It was, I mean, like some I, people that it was great. I liked it. I liked, I liked it for a little while, and then it became weird. It had yeah. a lot of. Re- I, I'd imagine similar problems to the <laughs> like from what I'm hearing. It's like they're just they don't kind of carry through with all the ideas. There were a lot of good ideas in uh, Inquisition. Yeah. Um, so it's and I love Bioware. You know, like everyone loves Bioware. I played Nice Little Republic and you know yeah. Mass Effect and. Um, but sometimes I kind of think this happens with games that are or just Old Republic. Sorry. Nice games that are like based on or continuations of older series. Because, yep. like, on top of all the hype, if they're not, everybody's like, I want this exact game that came out 10 years ago. No, you don't. Well, no, well, here's no, the thing. I, I don't know if it's necessarily like an it's exact replica true. thing, but I think there are, like, this is totally piggybacking off what you're saying. I think there are expectations of a certain game, right? Yeah, so in addition to the hype, which is the first part, like, they have all that hype and they have all these expectations. And I don't know the from mm. what I heard, like it didn't, it didn't progress the way it should have. Well, um, I think in like in a generalized like perspective, like an expectation of Mass Effect, which was proven in Mass Effect one, two, three, to a lesser extent, was that it had good writing, like it right. had really good engaging characters and people, like like people in situations that created player agency, like it mattered. And right? that, that's like Bioware's thing, you know, yeah, like the exactly. narrative. And and uh, a consensus that I'm hearing through most of the reviews is that that agency doesn't exist. That the characters are so bland that it's hard to care about them. And what you're actually doing is just like the most cookie cut, normal ass missions that you could have <laughs> in an open world game. Like collect this thing, shoot ten of these guys, <clears throat> blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's I do like, that too. and it's like that sucks when you hear about that. You know what I mean? Because it's like we have we have a, a series with such a like such clout right a a series that has such a fervor because of its amazing setting it's a it's ability to build a world and just to deliver on like to barely deliver on that if at all or to like write something that's like you know embarrassingly bad like i'll give you an example i heard i heard a piece of dial or a few pieces of dialogue of this game that mm -hmm. just made me be like like really like there was uh your characters will be on a ice world or what have you and they'll be walking around and be like oh it's we're already on this ice planet but we all better still stay frosty oh. are you fucking kidding me with the writer like yeah. or or like they'll be driving in the little vehicle thing yep and like your characters will begin to bicker amongst one another and like you as like the commander will say something like don't make me turn this spaceship around wow. or something like so that i and was I just like oh my god you know what had like, bad dialogue though when I played a demo of uh, it was the latest Gears of War game, 
Yeah. That had some really shitty back and forth. And I know that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's a different type of game. It was Bioware's known for their writing. Yeah, I know. But, and I I guess with this game too, and again, just to reiterate, none of us have played it. But here's the thing. None of us played it because of these reviews. But it's, (laughs) right, but to kind of be devil's advocate there, like, we've been hearing such negative things um, from, like, Reddit and all these other sources, but there are a lot of good reviews out there too. Like, it, there are people going out there saying, guys, this is actually a good game. Um, so there's, it's just really strange. Like, it's just not all negative, even though it yeah, sounds right. negative because we're used to it being this, like, you know, Mass Effect being this right. crazy game. Definitely, but. definitely. Like, I think drawing into that, one of the main positives that I'm hearing of the game is that the open world really feels great. Like, yeah. it feels like, you know, you are you are this space explorer going to these new worlds and trying to, like, you know interact with these people and like meet alien races and all this sort of stuff which i think is cool conceptually that's really cool um so from that perspective i'm intrigued like as as a mass effect fan i'm intrigued about that but like will the mass effect fan in you let that let all the other like faults slide though yeah it's it's kind of hard to say especially when and i'm i'm gonna pull up a uh a slight example just to give like an idea of uh, this is actually quoted by Dave who quoted it from GameSpot's review, which was not good. Yeah, but, uh, it was the six, right? Yeah. So th- this yeah. is a direct quote from this GameSpot review, right? Uh, the first few hours of Mass Effect of Mass Effect Andromeda are a gruesome trudge through a trite blige of the previous three games, smeared in a setting that is horribly familiar, burdened with outstandingly awful writing, buried beneath a UI that appears to have been designed to infuriate in every possible way. Damn, that is harsh as fuck. That's brutal. Like, <laughs> oh my that, god! I, like that may be the meanest. That's like or, all or, the like, negative the words that I know. Directly he, negative in my vocabulary. He had that thesaurus out. Thesaurus.com. He was ready. But it's like it's crazy that you would hear words like that. And to Alex's point, yeah. that you would hear somebody hit it that hard, but then also see these nines I mean, and tens. And I gave know? it a seven point seven. That's not, not a bad score. Oh, which one? A seven point seven. Like that in IGN, like whatever. Like they like. Like have a word like that's like it's good like Like, that's like a good game yeah like it's worth your time but numbered reviews like numbered reviews are seven to ten yeah yeah sorry seven to nine point five is really your spread every so often you'll get one if it's below a seven it doesn't matter what it is if it's a three or a six oh ijn gave bomberman r a 6.5 and i own that and like it (laughs) so i think the reason why we own that game is different than that's true but yeah yeah. but just like in general, I'm not saying all games fall game. within that spectrum, but yeah. like most games, if it's okay, it's gonna have a seven point five or an eight. Yeah. And but below that, like if it's a seven, that's like really on the edge of whether on how far they'll even go to recommend a game. Yeah. Yeah. And and this actually excellent segue into our true gaming topic of the week. But uh the our true gaming topic of the week is basically talking about the futility of number scores and how Mass Effect Andromeda is like the case study for why number scores don't make sense, right? Because um, when you see a spread like you see this game getting sixes, sevens, eights, and <clears throat> nines, it's like, what does any of that mean? How are you supposed to get an appropriate gauge of what this game is? And specifically with Mass Effect, it's like 
you know, like I was saying before, this game means so much to different people. Different people right. are playing this game for different reasons. So the reason why someone's giving it a 9 might be from the perspective of, hey, I'm just playing it because the combat's awesome and I love the multiplayer. And it's yeah. working out great for me and I'm having an awesome experience. But then the person that's like, no, I really wanted to invest myself in Ryder and, like, see where this story's going and their interactions. But the writing is just Doesn't awful deliver. and I, and I yeah. can't attach myself to this character. Right. I'm giving it a 6. Like, those are two totally different perspectives, right? Like, Which just proves that all people, well, not all, but most gamers game differently for different reasons. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. and I mean, not to blow smoke up our own ass, but, you know, we're, we're, what we're trying to do is like move away from that because it's, right, like, what does an 8 to a reviewer on, our, on a, a website like mean to you? Like, we're all, we all game differently or, you know, I, I mean, I play a game differently than even Chow. We're pretty similar, but there are times where we really diverge in how we, like, approach a situation. Yeah. And... But you want to talk to like-minded individuals, so that. But you don't know when you're reading the review. Like, is that would that would you still would that game be an eight to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be nine to you, or it could, you could just absolutely hate it. But yeah, it's difficult. Perfect to case tell. Tell. this game. Well, it it's seems like, like it, a lot of weight to put on one person to yeah. speak for an entire population of gamers. Yeah, and like yeah, and it's like like one person from IGN reviews a game, and there's yeah. hundreds, like thousands of people that 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 one person is representing. Like yeah. that's and that would and that's essentially decide is, on their experience whether or not they had the experience at all or decide to pass it. Right. I, I I think it's it's a very difficult thing to to say that one person's perspective on a game is going to is going to match with the myriad of subjective opinions that people are going to have of their own experience with the game. You know what and, I mean? It's it's yeah. almost impossible to align those things. You know what I mean? So I think coming from the perspective of literally having a conversation about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead I feel like the of, conversation in, we like just had about Persona. Like, yeah. it's just like, right. I, I appreciate how maybe somebody else would like it, but if I was reviewing that game, I'd be like, eh, it's okay. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Just wasn't reviewing that game? And by, like, don't. I'd give it a love it. Game. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, by the numbers, and I'm doing air quotes right yeah. now, that's a 9 out of 10 game across the board. And for me, it was like a, it's it's a solid 6 But the point is like, is, like, the common opinion of the game doesn't necessarily align with with and, your person. Yeah, like, I feel like it's like one of those, like, it's just not for me. Yeah. 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 And, and we've had this conversation before, like, so it's difficult for, like, something like Metacritic. It's like where you take all of these subjective reviews and you mash them together. It's like, what do you really have? Like, that's a weird, just, like, amalgamation. Yeah. It has its, like, it's a good indication, yeah. indicator. Like, we all use Metacritic or we all use these review sites to, like, if a game across the board gets a six, you probably know this isn't going to be a great game. Um, yeah. But, but there's I mean, always exceptions, and, but it's just difficult to tell from, like, that and, one number. And also take the case of Mass Effect, right? Like, like Mass Effect is like, okay, <laughs> it's it's not like everybody... Like, that game, I think, currently sits at, like, a 75, but, like... On Metacritic? Yeah. But, like, that's not because, across the board, everyone's giving it the 70s. Seven, it's yeah, not right. a common opinion. There people are people that are giving it 9s that love yeah. this game, yeah. and there are people that are giving it, like, you know two five, out of five yeah. stars that are saying no this game's absolute trash you know what i mean so it's like individual opinion lies somewhere on that spectrum and trying to like making up your mind about something based on like an integer is yeah. like so it, it it i think it's so not the the correct or again this is all i'm gonna say i feel like stuff. most people like even like i was listening to a podcast i forget if it was from 
it was from like a, a big it was like from a game informer on ign and even like the writers there were like we hate the number system but we but do number- it because like that's just what's commonly accepted it's, right exactly it started out like I, I remember like way back when with ign or like even reading game informer stuff and when i would see these numbers like without reading the wall of text that they gave me seeing the number immediately gave me an idea of where this fell like that makes yeah, sense it, and like at the time that's what it it's its purpose was right and they mm-hmm. tried to like give it like uh actual like uh which supporting argument saying that this is a this is a, an average of all these categories given right. their own individual number, right? Yeah. The sum of its parts. Right, exactly. Which but, games are not. But <laughs> I was just going to say, but now when we live in a time where, like, the uh, the demographic of gamers is so diverse. It's and so people's large. interests are, are so, so yeah. diverse. Yeah, yeah and there, there's games that appeal to every different kind of person. It, it's I feel like it's unfair to place that kind of... Uh, that kind of responsibility on a number yeah. to, to well, educate like, a, a mass it's of It's time for a com- modern reviewing well, system, a lot of, is what you're saying. That is exactly A lot of the time, Joe, <laughs> <laughs> the reviewer is also... And I, you can almost... this is They're trying to be unbiased. You know, yes. they're approaching this from a neutral perspective. They represent their website. They represent IGN or Polygon or GameSpot or any of these. Uh, GameStop. GameSpot. Yes, GameSpot. That was right the first yeah. time. Um, I got those mixed up too. So they're they're coming at this from this very neutral position, but that's there's still that same problem. It's like yeah. how do you, it's difficult to like connect with someone like that. Like, yeah, you want that bias really. Like you want to talk to someone who's super passionate about that game that you that you like, or likes the same games you like, or don't like the same games. Definitely, yeah. like you. you, you like. I feel like that commonality is yeah. so important to really getting your best feel for that game. Like. As a Mass Effect fan, I want to talk to another Mass Effect fan and say, is this giving me what what I'm looking for? You know what I mean? Uh, and then I'm sure someone who's just a fan of the sci-fi genre and shooters might want to talk to someone who's just a sci-fi genre shooter fan, not someone who's heavily invested in Mass Effect lore, to give them a recommendation to it. You know what I mean? And it's it's the, it's those sort of nuances that I think really is, what, is how... The gaming community as a whole has evolved, and I think it's basically, I think it's time that the review system sort of evolves with that. And I mean, yeah. what are you trying to get at a review? You're trying to know, should I play this game? Yeah. And, like, the number doesn't always tell you that. No. Yeah. Like, seeing an 8 is or like, fairly okay, is it's kind of great, but, right. like, is it It does tell playing? you it, but it doesn't tell it to you, like, like in the right. accurately. Right? But, I mean, if you it's, see it's a 7, context, does that mean yeah. you should yeah. buy it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's like a, such an ambiguous score. I, I have I have no idea if a seven means that I should buy. It. I have no idea if a seven means it's for me. Well, that's why I don't, I don't even like, like really. I mean, like I'll I'll read reviews for the context of like you know how's this doing in the you know in the environment. In the, yeah. Guys, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to use that word because you <laughs> love that word so much. But <laughs> essentially, it's an important word. Yeah, it's, right? it's, it's a great word. word. <laughs> I have a list of Justin words that he uses all the time. <laughs> Sorry. Like gestate, <laughs> but anyway, gestate is a great word. <laughs> you do. Use you know what that means? Time. That's a gross word. <laughs> That's a really gross word. Yeah, it means to like simmer with. Uh, no, it with. means to literally take care of a baby in your womb till yeah. birth. It's yeah. your womb is gestating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, but it's like taking care. Right, we're into it. Anyway, basically, it's like You're using it in the proper way. However, the literal meaning incubating. Right. What I was trying to say was I'll read that stuff just to see what the world is talking about. But usually I don't actually get a game or like buy into a game until one of my friends has it and tells me about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or we get a review copy. But besides that, <laughs> still, most of the time, it just comes from it comes from the the people that I trust. You know, I was gonna yeah. say, like, I mean, think about uh, even in that's the like sense near. Of the, I would company. never play near 
if Justin didn't tell me that it was the baller ass game that it was. Also, he owns it, and I don't have to buy it. So it's, then it's, it's perfect. It's super dope. But I mean, even in the sense of like a review copy, right? Like how many times? And I'm not trying to like you know bash anybody anybody's game that we've that we've reviewed in the past. But it's like how many times have you played a game that we've been grateful enough to have given to us? And it fucking sucks, and you feel like you wasted your time <laughs> playing it. Yeah. Like, it happens, you know what I mean? But how many times have you had a friend recommend you a game and say, Justin, you are going to like this, and have you played that game and been like, wow, what the fuck was I thinking? Probably way less often than you play shitty games just given to you or, oh, like, yeah, absolutely. you know, whatever. Yeah. I was telling him to play Fire Emblem for years. And now, <laughs> and I was like, I'll get to it eventually. And then I, like, lost myself in it for 70 hours. I mean, It's I was, a great I'm, game. I'm over Fire Emblem Heroes. I'm still I, playing it. I like I, it. I'm playing it a lot. I, I have a full team of all five star people, and they're great. And I'm just like, I'm I'm. Gone. I just like training I, them up. I don't know why. I feel I, I feel like I've hit the pinnacle. I'm just like, I, have you I, tried? Yeah, Liz, yeah. have you tried? No. Well, it's a good let me, game. It's a really let me tell good you, game. the game is okay, but it's only okay by my standards because there's no dating. There's no dating. <laughs> yeah. You can't marry one of the yeah, other no, commanders. You want them dating I need to date. I need to <laughs> back up. <laughs> Watch you know what? It's okay. Maybe. It's okay though because tomorrow, Super Mario Run finally comes out have on you, Android. Have you tried that? Right. I'm very excited. Have to you play tried it, it though? Yeah, I've, yes. I have tried it. I've played it. It's like cool, I guess. It's Super Mario <laughs> Run. So like, it's exactly its name. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a new game to play, and it's Nintendo. And what I've, do you I'm, want a new game to play? <laughs> you know, we're, we don't have enough games going on. We're living on in the year. Phone, okay, I, get, I need a new. Poop I was like, game. I think you've had enough. <laughs> I need a new. Poop Cut game. him off. Ah, I'm really glad you said that. Absolutely, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 72 of the TZR podcast. If you want to catch us every week, we publish the podcast every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Stitcher, Google Play Music, or any pos- uh, podcasting services across the web, you can reach us at podcast at thezeroview.com if you have any questions, and we will read them live on the air. If you want to send us nice things, you can send them to P.O. Box 1207, <laughs> Bell Mead, New Jersey, 08502, and you should also join our Discord channel so we could all just BS about video games and talk about how awesome we think Zelda is. <laughs> Games used mean, to get 9.2s. I, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss the, the existence of a 9.2 review Last score. thing. We talked about Mass Effect, sure, and all the like, craziness, but like Zelda, I mean, I know we talked about it a lot. That thing got like perfect scores across the board, and uh, by God. 6.5. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Peace. Boo!